Hello, and welcome to a special report. In most of my podcasts, it's all fun. The conversation's lively about people talking about their history and travel, places they've been, or it could be about places that they want to see. We have been in COVID restrictions on and off uh, different parts of the world for the last two plus years. I know here in province of Ontario in Canada, restrictions are easing. And yesterday at the Toronto International Airport, it was the busiest day with about 85,000 passengers passing through the airport as next week is March break for students. People are trying to get away and enjoy some family time. However, this uh, podcast today is more about what's going on in the world. In particular, what's going on in Ukraine. I feel kind of isolated in a way because I'm worried about this. I talk to friends and family about it, share it on social media, and nobody seems to want to talk about it. Those in the West. Heck, I even have a friend who is Ukrainian background, and he could care less. At least in the conversations we've had, he said, why should I worry? I'm here. I'm fourth-generation Canadian. You know, I'm going to say this. We should all care. This is not a video game. This is not a movie. This is real life. This is people dying. Women, children, and men. This is reported to be the most amount of people leaving a country. Becoming refugees, maybe about 2 million people now who have left Ukraine. And I want to thank those countries that have taken them in, specifically Poland, Romania, Moldova, and other countries in Western Europe. I want to condemn Belarus, not the people, the government for allowing Russian troops to use that as a base to mount their troops before invading. And I want to condemn Vladimir Putin, president of Russia, or whatever you want to call him, dictator. And, you know, a lot of these A lot of these brave Ukrainians have decided to stay and fight, all ages, men and women, shoulder to shoulder. And the influx of volunteers from around the world to help come in and protect Ukraine. I've personally reached out to United Nations, NATO, and EU begging for some sort of action to stop Putin. 
There was a request by President Zelensky of Ukraine for NATO to help with a no-fly zone over Ukraine. No, we can't do that if Russian airplanes are flying over and we have to shoot them down. That pulls us into the war. Okay, so you say you can't do that. How about moving troops into Ukraine from NATO and the European Union into Ukraine because they've invited you to come in and help them fight against this aggressor, Russia. I really shouldn't really say Russia. Putin it is. And his military. Because more and more Russians, not all, but more and more Russians disagree with this war. And those that are speaking out against it are being put in prison or being warned put out for them their arrest. A lot of them are outside of Russia right now reporting on what is going on in Ukraine. And because they're reporting the truth, they cannot return to their home. And this is putting stress on their families as well. So for all you out there that want to keep your head buried in the sand and think this is just, you know, something in a far-off land that you don't have to worry about, if you're in Canada or the United States, take a look at how close our border is with Russia. How close our border is to Russia. So Russia overtakes Ukraine. Then Moldova. What is next? Poland, Slovakia, Hungary. Where does it stop? You know, uh, I have a friend that says to me, how's the best way to kill King Kong when it's a baby? Now to use this here, what's the best way to stop Putin? Stop him now. I'm not calling for World War III. Do we have to have World War III? That would be up to one man. That would be up to Putin. People ask me if I'm excited about travel, future travel coming up. I do have a planned trip to South Africa. I don't know what the world's going to look like tomorrow. I don't know what the world's going to look like in a month or four months or five months. And I'm only using this platform because I want everybody who's listening to take a look at what's happening in Ukraine. What's happening in other countries, what has happened in the past. And I will say here on this podcast, I do not agree with any country invading another country. I do not agree with that. Whether it be Canada, United States, France, Great Britain, Germany, Russia, China, Japan, any country. The reason why we have countries is because they're free and independent. In most cases. Yes, there are some communist regimes or worse than communism. But we have to look at the mistakes we made in the past 
and to prevent them now. How many more people have to die? I'm asking you, how many more people have to die before you're willing to stand up and do something? Oh, we can't do that because we're going we're gonna to be considered um, combatants in the war. We're going to be, uh, we'll have a target on our back and, you know, might have nuclear, nuclear attacks on United States, Europe, from Russia if we get involved. Y'all go to hell if you don't get involved. Each one of these countries that do not help Ukraine right now, oh sure, you're giving, you're giving money and, and arms, I guess. But if you're not going to go in there and help, I mean help, then the blood is on your hands. I've told people in the past I don't agree with borders. I don't believe in governments. We should be able to freely live as people. But no, somewhere in the past, wars have taken place, territory has been won over by one side and one back and then whatever. We, we're faced with countries now and governments and militaries. People ask me, why am I so passionate about what's happening in Ukraine? I'm passionate about anywhere in the world where people are dying. I have friends that are still in Ukraine. I have friends in Lviv. I have friends in Kharkiv. And I have friends just outside Odessa. I've watched many different media outlets to find out what's happening in that country. And to think the people in places like Maripol, who have no heat, no hydro, no water, no food. This is winter over there, people. Other people have had their homes bombed, burned, destroyed. Their lives ripped apart as they have to move out of out of the Ukraine. And their husbands and brothers and sons are left behind to fight to save a country that is so great as Ukraine. So I say again, while you're watching your TV show or favorite movie, Netflix program, whatever, stop for a minute. Stop for one minute and take a look at what's going on in this world. What price are we willing to pay to let this continue? Yeah, we're trying to starve Russia financially with all our sanctions. But let me tell you this. Who does sanctions hurt the most but the people? The people. The everyday person, just like you and me, they get up in the morning, put our pants on one leg at a time, go to work to try to make a living so we can support our families. 
And then sanctions hurt us. We, we put sanctions on her. Look at the price of gas. So today, normally I have a good, interesting guest on. Talk about travel. But today is not about travel. Today is about a country that's being invaded. Where men women and children are being killed. This is not a movie. This is not a video game. This is real. This is happening. And I've done what I can. I've contacted everybody that I can. My own government, NATO, the UN, the EU, and I've contributed through different um, different portals, which are there to support the Ukrainian people. Uh, some of the help when they for the refugees, and hopefully some to get direct aid into Ukraine. This is important. We need to stand up. We need to tell our government take military action. You know, if something bad was happening to our neighbor, we would intervene. Because that's the type of people, we're just human. So if Ukraine invites EU, NATO, or the UN into its country to help them, I do not consider this an act of aggression. I consider this stand up and fight for what is truly Ukraine. I I see the media. I watch different. I watch France 24, DW, um, Turkish television, English channel, Al Jazeera, CBC, NBC, BBC, um, Sky News. But what I do also is I do have friends in Ukraine and I hear directly from them or those that still have access to internet or Wi-Fi. This is a war and a war is happening. It's not a special mission or whatever Putin wants to call it. This is outright war. That is my show for today. Thank you for listening.